0: Welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely, nasty, disgusting, awful, downright copyright infringement ideas and turn them into the next triple A video game titles. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rhea. And I'm your other host,
1: AJ Hart. And I've decided that I'm going to be just a little bit more down to earth today. I'm going to be a little bit crunchy today. I've decided that I'm done With technology, I think I'm done living (laughs) on the system, I think I've been betrayed once too many times by the great technology world, and I will be abandoning the internet. All right, Does this have to do a little bit because of my recent experience Googling Starlink and desperately trying to get my internet situation better? Yes.
0: Wait, why are you trying to Google Starlink?
1: So, my internet is atrocious, we all know this. How's it going, I'm AJ Hart, and actually I'm fired up and I'm back to normal, what's up? fuck yeah I, my internet is so bad we all know this i my upload is like less than 1 megabyte upload it's so bad anytime i have to do any sort of internet things i load up my laptop into a car i go down much like Jack and Jill going up a hill to fetch a pail of water, I must yep. go down with my bucket of laptop and <laughs> scoop up some internet from the local Starbucks.
0: Yeah, can you take any of that internet to go or is it like a you you have to drink Fuck it? Fuck no, all you on can't but it sucks. <laughs> yeah, you have to sit there much like the kid from Matilda and just go crazy on that internet. <laughs> Oh, what, what, wait! Like, hold we're on. still
1: in we're still in a panini, so I can't go into the Starbucks. I have to sit outside of it, we're parked in my in car, just downloading still... the whole internet, just you... sitting there. People come in and out of that Starbucks, and I'm just like, yeah, hi, how's it going? I'm just, you know, <laughs> downloading, <laughs> downloading if, Lost of if... Us or Left for Dead footage. It's super cool. <laughs> Don't worry about
0: me. Do you think you've developed a reputation with the people who work at Starbucks? It's like. Oh, it's that guy that sits outside. They definitely recognize my car. <laughs> they definitely recognize me as the guy that goes
1: through the drive-thru and then parks in front of their store to use the internet.
0: <laughs> well, actually, you know what? You you went in and you used the service, so they're like, I don't give a shit. Actually, you know, honestly. Actually, I... None of them give a shit. I yeah, can guarantee I'm... it. Yeah, it just like... makes me feel
1: bad. Like, they're probably like, uh... oh, look, it's the cool guy with the cool car and the, ha- cool car and the handsome face
0: and the nice personality. <laughs> He's back. But for me, <laughs> I like how you mentioned the personality, but none of them have ever met you. <laughs> well, I'm just so nice and charming and charismatic. You just, they can tell feel, how cool I am through my coffee order. It's, it's like, Goku's because it's a aura. normal coffee order with like two changes and that's it. You just have the aura that they feel. It's like, oh yeah, I can feel that that dude has a, has a pretty posh, uh, not posh, but posh, good personality. Good personality, and he's super
1: handsome and super cool, and we all know this, and we can tell from his coffee order. The prob- <laughs> and then I sit there in the parking lot for two hours while I download and upload footage. So and I've it- thought to myself, hmm, I should get off of this. I guess I'll look into our corporate and financial overlords, the rich. And I checked out <laughs> Starlink. Um, Starlink in my area is booked up until like oh, 2022, oh. it says. <laughs>
0: I thought you were but talking here's you the about fucking the game rub, dude. Starlink,
1: dude. No,
0: no, no, not the game Starlink. What the <laughs> fuck does that have to? <laughs> I don't know. I thought <laughs> were you... oh, AJ. What were you about to ask? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? A uh, video game podcast? I don't know. I yeah, thought we were you're gonna... right. Yeah, <laughs> Star Fox
1: crossed me for the last time. <laughs> No, Starlink the internet <laughs> provider. I looked it up and it's the sat- it's the satellite internet that like supposedly you can get anywhere. And they were like, sorry, we don't have any satellites in your area, and we won't until, like, 2022, but feel free to start the subscription service now. $99 for me, please. Wait. And I was like, what the fu- fuck? No, does that even I'm not me. paying you. Yeah, yeah right? What? You can start paying them, but they won't offer the service or send you the
0: equipment oh, until, like, you know 2022. What it is? No, you know what it is? Um, I think... Is this I- Bitcoin? no no if no! You're gi- is, i'm giving them money and getting nothing in return <laughs> that's bitcoin right no no this isn't this isn't nfts or bitcoin i think what that service is supposed to be is for people who travel globally so it's like oh you buy this internet service that way you don't need to be paying the different prices to use it around the globe that's yeah, why i, I think i've
1: been with people that off-road and they have it so that they can always use gps when they're like in no service
0: areas yeah that's why i think they were offering it to you but if you didn't if we didn't know that that would have been a very dick move (laughs) it's like no we we can't can't help you no that's the
1: thing it's like we can't help you but we are willing to let you start charging us 90 we will charge you 99 dollars a month You will get no equipment. You will get no service, but we will put you on our list to get back to you because we've
0: noticed that you've been paying us $99 a month. $99 for for us to email you back when we feel like it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's what it is. So that's why I'm done. I'm done with technology. I'm done with the internet. Elon Musk and Star Fox have both fucked me on this, and I will never forgive either of them.
0: If I might offer you. A little bit of condolences. You should totally play Starlink for the Nintendo Switch. Um, Primarily because you and I don't play video games together because we're actually fake friends. Do you? And we Stop. could play Starlink. You
1: don't own Starlink, do you? I own Starlink. I
0: don't own the toys, but I own Starlink. I, I, I... Why would you own Starlink and not the toys? Okay, because I... Didn't bro? I have enough fucking toys in my room as it is with my Warhammer figures that I have to explain to people that I'm a grown ass adult. Who no, this plastic sucks, dude. <laughs> dude. I'm so upset with you. Why do
1: you have Starlink and not the? They'd be like, oh, I own Skylanders and I have the cool little plate, but I don't have any little dudes. I well, ate all of them. Uh, I, ju- I got the I, dudes in the plastic have... case, and then I chewed
0: on them so much they died. No, because here's the thing. Here's the dumb thing about Starlink. Okay, I talked about, like, I like Starlink. It's fun. I was in a huge, like, yeah, for, I just wanted. For those that I don't know, wanna... Starlink is a game yeah. where
1: it's Star Fox, but you get tiny little, like, miniatures. And so you get to build, like, a Lego set spaceship, and then you AJ. scan that spaceship in, and the game's like, ah, oh,
0: cool, you've got three blasters. That's where they lie to you. That's where the lie happens. What? So this is where the lie is. The Yes, you can buy pieces of your um, of different things to put on your ship or whatever.
1: Yeah, I buy the spaceship more... toy and then I slap it onto my spaceship or the spaceship minigun. I put it on my spaceship miniature. I scan it in and I get in the game. I get the minigun.
0: But there are more digital options than there are physical. So you could get to the point where you put on the same piece of plastic onto your thing but it, you end up using a digital asset in its place. So at the end of the day, that only happens for some of the assets. And I think they did that because the, this game did not sell very well at all, uh, clearly, because they stopped they supporting it. They should have it.
1: committed to the bit. I don't care if it's a failure or a success. you you said it with <laughs> your chest. Commit.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if you weren't making any money. Keep spending money and making more shit for me. <laughs> That's I mean, what the free you know market what, is. You know what? You know, honestly, you did you did get shafted. So you can put in one request of any of any major company, and this is it. You're not asking, you know, Google to be a little bit, you know, lax with its infor- how it takes information from us, or actually, Facebook. Can I get Google to? Can I get no, Google to put back in no, the sentence
1: into their like promise no, that they'll do no evil? I no, need that promise no, back. You actually, already
0: to, you already made your you already made your like corporate wish, and your corporate wish was more Starlink. Um, physical options. I don't make the rules. You said it. Plague, no gives what's going to be your cor- What's going to be your corporate wish um, if you go on? if I had any corporate wish, I wish Lego wasn't so fucking expensive because a I a stupid always... wish for babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sorry did you want like a real like oh i wish games workshop would stop like shitting on fan animations like no i'm trying to give I you like try to give oh, you anything gu- <laughs> you could try to give you something i give you
1: like i wish gundam were real tiny robots <laughs> and you chose that legos <laughs> were cheaper
0: <laughs> you're still a broke bitch even if you, they were cheaper you wouldn't buy them no, what are you kidding me? I, I fucking love building things. I I see my mom building like the giant fucking like buildings all the time because she has a real job and real robots money. And it's the dopest shit.
1: She builds like have I told the shit? story on pot? Have I told the story on the podcast about how like I was at your place and I saw that your mom had finished up an Omnimon Gunpla, and I was yeah. like. Ah, oh, dope. Omnimon. And your mom was like, oh, you know who that is? I have no idea who he is. I just saw he had a wolf gun and a dragon sword and a dope cape and thought he was the coolest thing ever. So I built him. Yeah. Anyway, I don't have enough shelf space for this super dope Digimon. I guess that's what you called it. Anyway, uh-huh. you can have it. And now on my shelf, I have an Omnimon looking over me. In a way, I like to think that your mom watches over me. Hey, Blake, that's our mom.
0: <laughs> I totally forgot about this because I remember like them offering you guys and your current and your roommates at the time like all of her Gundams because she's just like, yeah, I like building them, but you know they take up a lot of space and I don't really want yeah, to hang on. Yeah, I think we them. got like two extra Zaku two gunpla's. plus Because of that. Dude, I mean, it's a good robot. I see why your mom keeps on building it. It's all yeah, gu- fucks. Gundams are cool. You know, I've actually, I, I've gotten, like, speaking of toys and just shit, but, and one quick thing I'll mention before uh, we go into the actual podcast, I, I've actually thought about getting into Gundam, but not because I want to, like, really go through the process of building them. I want to, like... I love dioramas that people build with Gundams, where, like, they put a bunch of battle damage on them, and they, like, have them crashed in a field somewhere, and there's, like, moss and overgrowth just, like, climbing up those these these rusted Gundams. I think, like, there's this one I saw, I forget the artist, where it was, like, the Gundam basically embedded itself into the side of, or crashed into the side of a cliff, and basically they built this waterfall out of, like, resin to make it look like this Gundam was part of a waterfall now. And it was one of the coolest fucking things I have ever seen. I can picture you doing that one because I know you build gunpla.
1: And yeah, actually, you know, I was just thinking that we might be able to set up a good relationship because I love building gunpla. I don't like owning gunpla. So maybe <laughs> I could just build them and then give them to you. And then Ooh. I don't have to deal with it. And then we could build a suite, Like, I, I get all the tactile of response of following directions and putting things together like a good boy that I am. And then I get a cool <laughs> robot at the end of it, and I say, yeah, I did great. And then I can <laughs> give it to you, and it will never take up space in my life ever again. I can just – it'll go away. It's I've done a good job. Go- Be
0: free. Dude, I mean, you should get into Warhammer, man. I know I keep trying to p- – No, because the Warhammer
1: thinks I still have to deal with the secondary problem of I've built something and now I must own it and it must be my my responsibility and I will have
0: a thing. And then you can actively play a game with it. How fucking cool is that? You can like. No, I hate owning things. I'm
1: done owning (laughs) things. That's my problem with Gundams. I love buying them. I love building them. I hate owning them and needing to find space for them.
0: All right, AJ, you know what? I want to give you one little piece of good joy here for you because i know you were making a corporate wish that you weren't so super happy with so i'm going to grant you this other one you wished that you didn't want to own anything anymore the next generation of game consoles is going to be all digital only aj you don't own shit anymore
1: Damn. All right. I see what you've done. I see what you did here. You, you, you
0: segued us back to video games. Yeah, I guess that's what we talk about. At least that's what we're supposed to talk about. AJ, do you have a game submission for me? Mm,
1: do I have a video game submission? I do, of course. This one comes from Blue Bowser Stan account at Koopa Kirby. A reverse reboot. Take a beloved modern AAA HD 4K photorealistic game and reimagine it as a PlayStation 1 or earlier game. Pretend that this new demake is the source material that the modern game is drawing from.
0: You know what's crazy is there's actually a YouTube channel. I don't know the name of the YouTube channel. I, oh, hey, welcome to Spiritual Successor, where we remember things but don't remember the fucking name because we're foolish fools. There yeah, is we don't U- know shit about shit. <laughs> There's a YouTube channel that's all about like reimagining more modern games as PS2 versions, and I think one of their are most you talking re- about the Dark Souls
1: demastered
0: that was going viral a little while ago? No, this is like or was it Bloodborne demastered? I don't know about that, but I know that they took like Fallout New Vegas and imagined it as like a PS1 game, and like it, it, they I they basically take the cinematics and like do them in a much lower resolution. And I, I think they sometimes do, like, very minimal gameplay or just, like, make it look like there's the there's animations happening or, like, your HUD happening. Um, so it just kind of just – that was just a little side thing. So if anybody was interested in that game idea, go check that out. Um, but it, so what game would we want I, – I have a question. Are we taking a yeah. game that was remastered and then taking that remastered and then turning it back into what it was – or no, we,
1: we're, we're taking, like, in a perfect world, I think we would take an original idea and do, like, a demastered version of it and claim that it's the original, right? Like, the one thing that comes to my mind is we could do, like, a Horizon Zero Dawn, but then we're like, oh, you, oh, you didn't know Horizon Zero Dawn was actually just a remake of Horizon One Dawn? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Horizon check out Horizon one Dawn. One Dawn.
0: Horizon One Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> like, that comes before Zero it does. <laughs> Have You apparently haven't played Yakuza. <laughs> Wait, that's right. They call it Horizon Zero was like a sequel, but a prequel, right?
1: Yeah, Horizon oh. Zero Dawn is a prequel to Horizon uh, that's 1 Dawn. That's so fucking weird. I always uh, in the her... real world, what it was was that the Yakuza Zero is a prequel to Yakuza.
0: I, I'll i be honest, I always thought Zero was just, like, the first game in the series, and
1: then... God, that'd be so... I mean, that's what they did with Horizon, right? They did Horizon Zero Dawn, forgetting about Horizon 1 Dawn, the right, great Horizon... game that we all remember from PlayStation 1. But then I was thinking, like, that feels too easy, because I feel like a demastered, like, baby, like, old classic video game version of Horizon Zero Dawn, like, that, that feels just like a little action platformer or, like, an old, old school Tomb Raider. But yeah. you know what would be kind of really funny? Mm. What if we started trying... What if we made a game that... <laughs> Uh-oh. What if we did... <laughs> what if it was Forza Horizon and we were like, actually, you guys didn't know that Forza Horizon's just a remake of an older game? And it's a new car game, but it's way older and dog shit. And it's like Mario Kart, and we just try to be like, no, you guys don't understand. Forza Horizon stole all of their car mechanics from this game.
0: Hmm. Okay. My primary concern with this submission is, is there anything more to it other than, haha, would you imagine this really beautiful-looking game like look looking like absolute dog shit? I'm trying to figure out... Uh, the only way I can really see this... Being funny is like okay. We take a game that could not have existed on a PS1 because there were driving games in PS1 and PS2, you know, like or Xbox days. There was Forza games back then. I'm sure. I'm All trying right. to what's out... a game that couldn't have existed on old machines, I'm old w- hardware. I'm wondering if you could take something that only can exist today, like VR games, and try to pack them onto a PS2 somehow. And it is is you have to do some absurd like you actually have to tape the controllers to yourself or like doing something I'll, I'm and you see what I'm getting at it's like something that can't possibly be translated to the PS1 or PS2 without um, yeah, because you know.
1: D makes are already a thing. I see what you mean. Like yeah. in, in order to create the illusion of something that we're like, oh, this is like a classic version of something mm-hmm. that exists, but mm-hmm. still keep it funny. Like what what could possibly be like the original old version of. Um. What's the stupid Hula Hoop game on the Switch right now? It's not stupid. It's really cool. It's the RPG where it makes you super buff oh. and
0: strong and powerful. Oh, you're talking about, um, I was going to say Loop Hero, but that's so totally... Ring Fit Adventure. So, you know what? That's so <laughs> it. <nice. laughs> you said Hula Here's Hoop, but thing. it just got me thinking of Loops.
1: <laughs> Loop Hero and Ring Fit Adventure really could have had like swapped names, and I think we would
0: have been fine, huh? God that's actually a good idea by the way a a fucking a game about running laps but each lap you run is the obstacles are changed because of the Cards you have in your hand. Imagine doing a run in Loop Hero, but you actually have to jog that distance. Sorry, that's a game idea I came up with. So let me, let's look at That's let's a good go workout routine, actually. Just start doing workouts during oh, Loop Hero. Shit. Runs. And depending on, you can assign different exercises to what cards you put down. So, like, I drop a forest and it's like, all right, that's one burpee. So, every forest I put down, I got to do one burpee on this run. Let's see how many loops I do. It would I actually
1: work best with the rogue because you can't change the gear of the rogue until you finish a loop.
0: So, uh... yeah, you can, you can totally set that system up yo that actually that video idea maybe we just you and i get buff playing we got buff playing a (laughs) roguelite all right so coming back you know actually okay let me build on this actually i'm wondering if we could take you know what's really popular right now um is games that are meant are you gonna let me guess Go ahead. Or are you just going to
1: cut me off? If you're uh, going to offer it, I want to guess, Blake. No, it was, a,
0: it was a rhetorical question. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Something that's really popular right now is making games that look like they were made years ago. Like, Loop Hero is a great example of this. It's kind of this 8-bit, sort of top-down, very rudimentary-looking thing. But then, you know, uh-huh. when it cuts into the close-ups, um, like Shovel Knight might be a better example that people that more people would know. I don't think everybody knows about Loop Hero. Um what if we took one of those games and made it look better? Like, we say, hey, this is what this game used to look like, and it got shittier. So it's like, hey, you know how you know kind of Lupiero looks basic now? Look how good it used to look. And they, they made it worse with the newer game. So I'm trying to figure out, is there a way we can try and trick people into thinking the games got worse um, as they went on? through style you don't have to try to trick
1: people into thinking games got worse you can just show them guitar hero 3 that we grew up with and then show them the guitar hero with the shitty six button controls
0: (laughs) and people will know that
1: video games got
0: worse (laughs) why is that the pull for me i don't know my brain's like this i don't know you're anyway you've lot of polls about like just ultra you dropped a matilda reference like at the top of the episode and i was gonna drop the matilda reference every other week dog the chocolate <laughs> eating scene is like forever in my brain and i can't help that what a part is it like the triumph is it is it the the overcoming of odds that this that this kid just scarfed down a it's just like three three the most heroic cake. moment in
1: cinematic history because like this kid's doing this thing and like everyone's rooting for him yeah you can do it show the teachers who's boss it rules it's such a good
0: scene god you know what's still wild wilds me out about that movie is that danny devito was the dad he was like the the the, the weird car salesman dude and i just like yeah danny devito looks like a car salesman like a little like a skeezy yes. car salesman
1: I don't even know why that kid has to eat the cake in the Matilda scene. I just know that he's on stage when he's doing it, and I, all the kids are cheering for him.
0: I have and memorized... And somehow it shows,
1: the, it shows, like, the lunch lady who's boss. I don't really know why he's doing it, other I, than for I his have, friends, I guess. I,
0: I have memorized that movie. I watched that movie so much with, when I was a kid. So the kid had to eat a whole cake because it was, like, punishment of... um. It was like a, you know, your parent catches you smoking, so they make you smoke a whole pack of cigarettes to make you sick of it. That's what she was doing. That was her okay. cake, and he was stealing slices of it. And she found out about it, and she's like, all right, guess what? You got to eat this whole cake, or you're going to get punished. Um, And the kid's, like, at first, like, really excited to eat the cake. And then it's just this grueling montage of him just scarfing it down and eventually successfully eating it. And all the kids are just pumped. Just fucking pumped. Because um, he's the coolest, most powerful child ever. It was a cool scene. It was like, because you don't see that too often of like, it, it, you know, media is like very weird about like people who like to eat a lot of food. Like Augustus Gloop is a, is a great example from like, um, you know, of course, it's also a story of greed and shit like that. But it that was like, hey, this is a kid that loves to eat. And we're going to fucking celebrate it. That kid fucking loved that chocolate cake.
1: But either way, it's a bit of like the subversion of like the fat phobic, chubby
0: kids like to eat yeah. all the time. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I think that's great. But we should also talk about video games a little bit. So I have. Yeah, a why don't you submission. bring me a video game? I have a submission from Reddit from Too Many Bees Blood Bowl, but croquet. AJ, have you ever played Blood Bowl? I this is all a code. This is all just an elaborate ruse to get you into something Warhammer, so you and I can be friends, AJ, and hang out and fucking I don't know, like just. We don't exist outside the podcast. You and I are like friends podcast only, and that has to change. So you've ever played Blood Bowl? Um, No, because I saw it
1: on the store shelves on Blockbuster, and I thought about playing it, but it was rated M for Mature, so I was not (laughs) allowed to play it. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, so that's one of those <laughs> games that like has always existed out of reach for me. Like really? I've always wanted to, but I never could play it. It was never an option. So instead I got Mario Strikers every other week and played it with my cousin.
0: Okay, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good one. Um this and actually- I think we
1: can agree that Mario Strikers is a better game because uh, every Nintendo. What uh, are you
0: talking about? What? No, nah,
1: because every Nintendo Direct, you see the chat blowing up with everybody begging for another Mario Strikers, and ain't nobody begging for another Blood Bowl. Um, sorry, you know, this... and you know, you know that Nintendo Direct live chats are the only real measurement of what gamers want.
0: I, I, I have a a question for you. Um, I know we're derailing again. I don't know. This is a derail episode. Whatever. We're having. Okay. To yeah. Go. What's up? Um, Sorry, I'm being stink extra
1: stinky today. What's no, up?
0: No, no, I'm honestly, I'm all for it. Like, I'm in that, I'm in like this mode of like, you know, it's just a free flow episode. Just like, let's have some fun. We could talk about some games, but then also shoot the shit about other things. I have a question for you because this is game related. There was some, you know, like when you're a kid, there's, there are certain things you just can't have access to. You know, like rated M games. Yeah what or you know like maybe you're 18 and you're like you know one of those kids like that was like I wonder what beer tastes like it's something that only people can above 21 can have and then you either your dad or your parent gives you sneaks you a sip of it and you it's that w- weird experience of like oh I'm doing something I'm not supposed to be doing but that's you know okay it's it's harmless was there any what was the first game you played that was rated M that you were not supposed to be playing like as a kid was a prototype there, prototype really oh had yeah it... because like
1: i knew like like halo i was allowed to play because it was just aliens it was just doing yeah, violence that's on diff- aliens yeah that's
0: different i think yeah
1: um but i wasn't allowed to play grand theft auto but then the first game that i remember playing but i never was like interested in playing grand theft auto but the first game that i played that was rated m that like a part of me knew i wasn't supposed to be playing was prototype because uh-huh. you just do violence against people in that one and it's really brutal
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a
1: really brutal game, actually, for the Xbox 360. The game prototype.
0: I I have a funny. What about little, you? I have a funny little story about that because um yeah I I know you're gonna laugh because uh when I was a kid I had this uncle um he would always be playing like Xbox 360 games or whatever and I didn't have an Xbox because I grew up in like a house of ten kids so like I didn't I it was always share time or always family gaming and so I'm over at his house and he lends me. Devil May Cry, the one where he has short black hair and he lends yeah, that to me to play DMC for a week. <laughs> Yeah, DMC reboot. Where he lets me play that for a week and that was my first experience with Devil May Cry and I was like I was probably like something like maybe 12 or 13. No, it was like maybe 14, 13 or 14. Um, God,
1: okay, your your <laughs> high school photos makes so much more sense to me now, Blake.
0: <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. are honest you honest th- with me
1: <laughs> how much of your personality of, of like early high school did you steal from the DMC rebate
0: none of it I got I I don't know no I, I, I actually that's the funny thing I hated the game I played like the first what? level and I'm like yeah I played the first level and I'm like I don't get it you know I, I just I don't <laughs> get it you know <laughs> and then I just like I gave it back to my uncle like a, like a week later and it's just like I never thought about it again I literally never thought it ab- about it again until our friend group talked about devil may cry and how much everybody in our friend group loves devil may cry. Um, And that's just, I don't know why I'm thinking about this right now, but like, I think you talking about blockbuster and old, you know, in rated M games just triggered that for me. Um... (laughs) Oh my God. I have another rated M video
1: game memory. Okay, go ahead. So there was a Christmas time where like my family got me and my sister a bunch of games for the Xbox and Like, I was probably, like, early teens, right? And my sister was, like, a year younger than me. Yeah. And my parents set out to get video games that would be interesting to both me and my sister. Mm -hmm. And on the stack of games for Claire... There was a game that my parents thought was totally fine. They were like, "Well, it it's kind of like got like a cool name, and there's a bunch of girls on the cover of it, so like it must be a cool game for
0: girls." (laughs) Oh no! Oh no no! Um, Because because they
1: want they wanted to get my sister like a bunch of cool kick butt girl video games. Uh, One of the ones that they picked up that was a really cool choice was Ninety Nine Nights, which is some like. kill a hundred thousand people on the battlefield type games uh, which are always oh, a lot of fun okay okay but the other game that they ended up picking
0: up for her was a game called dead or alive extreme 2 wait can you run that by me again I'm sorry your your audio cut out dead or alive extreme 2 <laughs> Um, just now, for those that don't know,
1: Dead or Alive Extreme 2 is in fact a game that the cover of it has a bunch of girls on it, and it has like kind of a cool kick butt girl name. And so, one could be tricked into thinking that it was a cool action game for girls to play so that they could see some like cool, like Charlie's Angels type girl power
0: shit.
1: It is in fact a game where you play as like some photographer that shows up on an island with a bunch of big boobied girls. And they do sporting contests, like shoving each other off a platform with their boobs or butt and jerking off things. I know there's a jerk-off minigame. I just don't know what it's for or about. anyway that was an eye-opening experience for my parents to be like "Hmm, maybe video games aren't super cool or awesome or good for anybody
0: you know what's so wild about this is like this could have been it for you and video games in a weird way it could have been like they banned video games from your house like if they like wow if all video games are like this then or if video games are like this then they all must be bad right and yeah no that... luckily i caught it luckily i knew through g4 tv
1: again another throwback <laughs> to our adolescence i remember them talking about G, about dead or alive on g4 tv and so i threw it i talked to my parents i was like hey guys So you know how you don't let me play Grand Theft Auto? Um, This is a lot for the same reasons, actually, so maybe take this one back. How's it going? I'm AJ Hart. I'm a very good boy that's very smart about my video games. Please let me keep playing Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't want to see girls do booby things. You just bought me Sonic Unleashed for the Xbox 360. It would be a real shame if these bimbos with the big honkers made it so I couldn't play
0: Sonic the Hedgehog. All right, let me let me give you – so let's go back to the submission because we talked about it for a second. So Blood Bowl is a board game d- created by Games Workshop where it is, like, based off of American football. But the teams are Sorry, fantasy trolls. Could you
1: say it with a little bit more oomph? Can you say it like a real football man would say?
0: All right, coming up to the the the, the pl- I was gonna say coming up to the plate, but there aren't plates in football. I've already fucking failed at this. You are so bad at sports, <laughs> my man. You know what? Okay, I'll let you keep going. No, tell, got, me about, I, bl- I, tell me I about tell me about Blood Bowl, okay? The video game based on football. Okay, so it's quarter of the fourth. It's the bottom of the fourth. Uh, quarter. Stop, stop trying to do and sports things on the green. I think that one's good, or is Stop. that a golfing reference? That's um, a golf thing. <laughs> um, um, okay, it's it's uh, it's touchdown. Um, it's that's it's t- not. What that- <laughs> That is a football reference, at least. It might not be applicable, but it is a football reference. Motherfucker, you did baseball in high school. (laughs) How are you so bad at this? I did did baseball because they wouldn't allow me to do art. Like, that's where my family was at. I (laughs) I wanted to do fucking finger painting, and, like, I know I wanted to build stuff, and I wanted to fucking sew. And my parents were like, no, you're going to do baseball because that's what's easiest. Um, (laughs) So, I have baseball terms ingrained in my brain, so... B- fucking fucking blood bowl is american football but the teams are fantasy characters like orcs elves uh gnomes and it's bloody as shit so like you are k- you go and you beat the shit out of the other team while yeah still you can playing tackle football. people and then they die from being tackled so very hard <laughs> <laughs> um i i have a team um of minis and they're all like you know they're all like monster themed like they're ghosts and shit i love them they're they're really fun, um, but I want to do this, but with like croquet, which I find so funny because croquet to me is like one of the most poshy, like games ever. Because like if if I is, remember, is I feel
1: croquet like... the one that's baseball with one base, or is croquet the one where it's golf but you do it with the flamingos?
0: You're thinking of cricket is the one with the is the baseball with the one base, which is okay. a, a very a very. <laughs> a um a hurt, a hurtful simplification of that game. Um, I think because I think it's more complicated. Well, than that, I'm but... American,
1: so being hurtful about other <laughs> things that aren't based on my whole shit is kind of my M.O. Sorry,
0: I'm a product of my environment. I really can't fix that. Wow, real bad, real just not not only bastard energy today, but a little uh. Little problematic energy there, buddy boy. Yeah, no, I'm actually (laughs) nasty today. I've decided. Yeah, he has. AJ, did you have sugar cereal this morning? Because when you and I did start up your call, you were eating breakfast. I was like, ah man, Captain Crunch. That'll turn AJ. (laughs) It just turns AJ. It it just turns AJ problematic. (laughs) It's like the honeycomb
1: sky. I've been transformed into a little stinker. (laughs)
0: Oh, God. This is just like nostalgia episode, just talking about all the dumb shit we grew up with. Um, <laughs> We're pulling <laughs> well, back the hits. Yeah. You, you know, honestly, though, a, a lot of uh, – back a little bit of inside baseball here. A lot of our audience is like the like our age, like 20, 24 to 20 into like 34 or whatever age group. So, like, I'm sure a lot of them will get it. I'm sure that... uh, Yeah, that means that we... Hey, how have we not taken
1: advantage of that? There's so many easy cookie points with our generation. Like, we could just sit here and be like,
0: Avatar The Last Airbender, am I right, guys? And, like, that's like three (laughs) retweets, baby. It's easy points. (laughs) Hey, you guys remember Nickelodeon Slime? You get five iTunes reviews just from that one reference. (laughs) (laughs) So,
1: okay. I'm trying Have to we out. considered the BuzzFeedification of our podcast yet? Like, what if we
0: did just, like, make a docket of, like, all the buzzwords that we know? <laughs> just be, just do an episode full of buzzwords of, like, yeah, every video game is just a, a reference to something nostalgic. Like, the, <laughs> the episode only 2000s kids will remember. <laughs> 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 That's what we should call okay. this episode. Blood Fuck Bull. the game title. We need just... <laughs> to get back to Blood Bowl. <laughs> only 90s kids will remember this episode that is true though (laughs) so okay so i'm trying to figure out is there a way we can do a fancy poshy version of blood bowl because you do get points if i remember correctly you do get points in blood bowl for riling up the crowd and getting the crowd to take to the field so i'm trying is there what yeah it's pretty fucking awesome you there and the cool part about that is is depending – and then if people storm the field, everybody needs to make rolls, and you find out which one of your – which people of your team got knocked out during them taking the field. So, like, in an instant, everybody – like, your your position on the field um, or the way the game is leaning can instantly change if, like, people come in and fuck with the field. AJ, like, seriously – I, I will paint you a fucking team, and the next time you and I hang out, we're going to play something. We're going to play some sort of miniatures game because, dude, I know you would love it. Um, I love the idea of this croquet mini like
1: golf-type game where you can blast your opponents with the ball, mm-hmm. or you can try to get the little ball through the – I think in cricket, it's, you get them through the
0: little hoops and you get a goal, Right. I think if I remember correctly, it's like it has to go along a pathway. So you like set up the hoops along the yard and you need to guide it from each point. So it's like skiing, you know, like how they would have to. And that's why Alice in
1: Wonderland made friends with her fun little armadillo guy so they would cheat for her because she was
0: so bad at cricket. Oh, that's what you were referencing with the flamingos. Yeah, that's was the like, flamingo I, thing I referenced I, I, earlier. In, in the back of my brain, I was like, "Why did he mention flamingos? Like, why? Why did uh, you?" Oh, like, f- that <laughs> one was for the '90s kids. They knew. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland like came out in the '60s, dude. Like, the, or the '70s. This episode is something only 1970s kids will remember. <laughs> 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 okay, this i this isn't a game. Let's just uh, let's speed round it, and then when when we yeah, come to we the we need nug, to go we'll through some which... games because we really just wanged this episode, huh?
1: <laughs> Give me. A I game. am not witty enough for a fun names su- to uh, at arp ten thirty three suggests a game where you do really tedious math, like the absolute worst. What if it was Papers Please, but you had to do long division? What if you did a game like Papers Please or something, but like instead of you being like a, like a, border security agent, you're mm. just like a high school teacher that has to go through all of the math problems that you've given out that day. You know, actually, and so wait you to have se- to do long division
0: and double check everybody's math homework. Wait, hold on, AJ, I have an idea here that might be really fucking cool. So what if you did a Papers, Please style game, but you are a teacher in like the Deadly Class comics? So depending on what grades you give these kids actually affects them in the real world of like, hey, you're grading these papers and you can do long division and you actually have to like check it. You see, you have to... It's first part of the game is you actually have to go through the papers and solve the problems yourself. That way you know how to properly grade them. But at that point, you can be like, okay, they did get this right, but I'm going to give them an F. And then that'd be like, oh, you just gave the mob uh, mob kid an F. So they're not going to advance at all in the outside world or something like that. That's, that's I mean, I know that's like... Okay, you, you're referring to do. Deadly Class, the
1: Rick Remender comic, correct?
0: Yes. So it's like it is a okay. high school where all of like the... He- for those that don't know, uh, it is a comic book series where all the heads of the major gangs and underworld um, uh, groups send their kids to go. So it's a high school full of like mob kids, Yakuza kids, people from the, um, uh, uh, the fucking... Oh, God! What is it? Okay,
1: Blake, yeah. I do want to clarify: they're not high schoolers. Well, they maybe are high schoolers. They're so high schoolers—they just they're, no, they're high schoolers. Okay, they I actually just, did a bunch of research don't... on this. It's yeah. purposefully hyper vague as to what age they are in the comics. Is that because, because they're, they're constantly all banging act like and teenagers, do drugs? but they are constantly doing drugs and banging each other? It yeah. is so aggravatingly like confusing how mm-hmm. old those kids are supposed to be weird okay which so is why me... the tv show they went ahead and just like went ahead and like they're high schoolers or something but the or comics something. like go out of their way to obfuscate <laughs> how old they are it yeah. is Oh, it that... makes me so upset and confused when reading those comics, dude. I like, I sat down for like a good day and was like googling, f- like looking on like wiki articles and being like, how old are these kids supposed to be? God <laughs> damn it!
0: AJ sitting in the dark with like a cork board and a bunch of red twine, like just got, like conspiracy <laughs> theory board of like, well, they did go into a strip club. Did they check his ID? I wonder if there's an image on on page thirty-two of them checking his ID. Oh, there's a close-up. What did it say? <gasps> his thumb was in front of the. Like number. I know Fuck.
1: that they go to Vegas, but. I- I feel like I remember there being a plot point about some of them needing fake IDs. But is that because they're all criminal kids? Uh? Uh-huh. Yeah, anyway, might point. I suggest a different touchstone for this
0: uh, well, Okay, okay, regar- okay, regardless, it's not deadly class, but you... you- um, let's say uh, assassination classroom or whatever. It's like there each we go. Of these... I was about to
1: suggest assassination classroom, but less for the reason of because you want to sabotage your kids, but because if you're going through grading your paperwork, you're going to thumb through them, right? You do a math problem, you go to the next page. You do a math problem, you go to the next page. Mm-hmm. But, oop, well, you're cycling through the papers, and what's this? A knife? Ah, nice try, kid. I saw that knife. You ain't getting me
0: today, baby. How would he get the knife? How would he get the what would a knife on they a piece of a paper do? The... What would that do? It'll stab you, bud. It'll get shit. <laughs> but, but it's a knife sitting on a table. It doesn't do anything. But the kid's on the, the kid
1: is watching you read the papers and now the knife is on the table and you gotta Why think, like, he... if I wasn't fast enough, that kid would
0: have grabbed the knife and then stabbed me with it. It, it does not have to make take... sense. It's a fucking video <laughs> game. I mean you could have said, okay, no, hold on. How about this? How about this? So you're, you're onto something here in the idea of like, you're each constantly of these.
1: having to grade papers and do long division and find out like the square root of improbable numbers and do all that imaginary, like square root of pi bullshit,
0: but also <laughs> kids imaginary. are trying to hit you with a rock. <laughs> you know, the metric system doesn't exist. It's a, fu- it's a, no, it's a conspiracy. I mean, like to actual imaginary
1: you. numbers, like the reason why I failed pre-calculus imaginary <laughs> numbers, but like the real
0: math thing. <laughs> The real ass math, fake numbers. <laughs> the real ass fake numbers. That you, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know I'm talking you know, about imaginary I numbers. No, don't know what you mean. You're talking about math, the most real thing ever. Like it is the most, why quanti- I the most quantifiable, fucking thing out there is math. It's like there's because there's you no forgot about imaginary numbers, shithead. Oh, are you talking about, like, a phantom material? Like, is that what you're going for? I don't know. I failed <laughs> precalculus. Yeah. So, Okay, so... I don't know <laughs> what I'm talking about. I just know that the math sucks,
1: and if I was a teacher trying to figure it out, and then a teenager snuck up behind me with a large rock to kill me, I would probably
0: die. This is the video game
1: moment I'm trying to build.
0: <laughs> so, okay... I, I, okay, so you're going with the route of everybody in the classroom is trying to kill you while you are doing math homework so is this like is this writing their papers is this five nights at freddy's but there's a mini game you need to do other than (laughs) checking the vents so it's like you're at your desk and people are going to try and kill you various ways maybe somebody poisoned their homework like they coded it in fucking acid not acid but they coded it in, in anthrax or something and you need to be like maybe there are certain tools at your desk that allow you to deal with different hazards so it's like oh you have rubber gloves and the rubber gloves have like a certain, you can only use them a couple of times. You have tweezers to pick up certain papers. You have a black light so you can see different things and how they coded their papers and different things. But while all, while you're doing that, there's also kids or T, your, your fucking TA is coming up and sneaking on you with a knife and you gotta like punch him in the face. This is obviously a VR game. Um, this is very, actually, you know what? This is very much like I expect you to die, um, that VR game, like that James Bondy thing, but it's. Less more like interacting with the environment and interacting with what's directly in front of you on your desk. Yeah, Papers, please I love style. the
1: idea of it being a paper please style math problem, five nights at Friday's cult, like smash up where you are doing. Throwing like all, all those keywords, you're baby. All those searchables. Yeah, all them, all them searchables. <laughs> yes, it is. But I think we're, we've got the same idea. It is you got to check your surroundings to make sure that no teenagers are sneaking up on you with a bomb. If they get to you with the bomb, you have to defuse the bomb so you can keep grading their papers. You'll then get points at the end of the night for however many
0: papers you graded. Oh, that's the game. That's a good. That's a good one. Like it's actually, you know what? Maybe this is between this is because during you the are night. still a teacher. Mister. That's no. something that's important to
1: the to the ethos of yes. deadly class. You well, are you're... their teacher. You want them to do good. Mm-hmm. You are grading their paperwork. They're just also trying to. Kill you and stab yeah. you and hurt you. Well, and they do are violence. trying to kill you
0: and stab you, but here's the thing, too. If, depending on how well you grade the papers, somebody will catch you, because I'm imagining you could get fired from this establishment if you grade the papers wrong. So it'll be like, Could the oh, tentacle
1: alien get fired
0: from teaching? I. Don't isn't the whole thing, th-
1: isn't the whole gimmick of that series that he showed up and blew up the moon and then said, I'm going to destroy the planet? Give me a bunch of teenagers, I'm going to teach them how to kill me. You better hope they get me before I get the planet.
0: Yeah, when you it, it, that series is kind of stupid. What a fun concept. <laughs> no, that rules. What are you talking about? Like it this t- fucking teacher that wants to help them but also like I don't know, like it it feels He's like an something. He's alien. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. It just it's it, it's weird. It's I don't see the motivations. It just feels like I am so. Well, you done. haven't watched
1: the anime yet.
0: I have watched AMVs because a girl I was interested in showed me a bunch of uh, AMVs <laughs> of the blonde lady. Her and I were talking, and she kept texting me her favorite AMVs that use Fallout Boy music to them. I know a thing or Yo, two about rules. Assassination Classroom. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's yeah. the. But that's the best thing in the world. (laughs) Yeah, she sent me. There was another one. There was one specifically, I think, that used a fucking killer song or something. And I Bro, was like, where are you meeting chicks? I'm done talking. You, <laughs> if they don't send me AMVs, I'm out. <laughs> Speaking of... Because I don't think AMVs are as big as they used to be anymore. That was another thing that took me back. I used to watch Inuasha X Kagome AMVs back in the day. That shit was This one's for the 90s kids. <laughs> <laughs> it was back in the day when you had to Inu- watch episode in- Inuasha Episode 2, Part 1 of 13. Remember when YouTube would break them up like... Like that. <laughs> okay, dude. Hey, after the show, I do have a couple AMVs. I'm gonna kick you away because there's this Evangelion AMV that rocks oh so God. hard, dude. I'm, I'm I'm down. It'll be like I get to reconnect with like a younger me. This was like. This is around the time I was like watching Samurai Jack, like when Samurai Jack was like in its prime. Okay, and, uh,
1: one of my fa- there was a convention I used to go to every year with all my friends in high school, and like the best part of the convention was that the in the last couple of days there was an AMV contest. What? And you go in, oh, that's awesome! Yeah. yeah people would submit AMVs that they've made and you would go in and there'd be like different categories there'd be like an action com- category, a comedy category, a romance category. I saw one AMV where they took two characters from a romance series that don't end up together and ended up like <laughs> just like shipping them through the AMV. It was really cute.
0: I, I honestly that I mean I feel like that's the bulk of AMVs, isn't it? It's like it's you're always like I bet you there are a crap ton of AMVs of Rem Um, Getting together with the the black-haired dude from ReZero, but we all know how that works out. Um, Nope, some of us haven't seen ReZero. I mean, I watched Gigguk's abridged version of it. (laughs) That's basically watching the series. (laughs) All right, so... Okay, so I think Fuck, that's a okay. Are we going to do a video game
1: submission this week or what? I think okay. we nailed this one. Uh, this it's one's really good. trying to L- kill you with a rock while
0: you do long division. <laughs> do you have another video game submission for me? <laughs> okay, this would call This one's called the uh, And Blake? Yeah.
1: We have to be serious this time. No more 90s references, I no swear ni- to
0: god. No more 90s references? Oh, okay. I I I was ho- I <laughs>
1: We have to do one, right? Like we have to get one submission through that's
0: just like the brass tacks of this shit. <laughs> I was gonna make a, re- a '90s reference with this one, but it was—it doesn't really work. Uh, <sighs> All so... right, fine. Hit me with it. Come on. This no, this, this one's for the '90s kids. This this one comes for, comes to us from Alley Cat at Millennium Hoo Ha. Otter welds, otter blacksmithing game, super cute game, but uh, slowly delves into the horrors of war, but with otters and my brain immediately went to angry beavers. You remember that animated series? Oh, um... <laughs>
1: I was really sitting here thinking to myself, how's he going to make this one for nineties kids?
0: Angry beavers. <laughs> but angry beavers aren't ot- otters, obviously. But I was like, the moment I read that submission, I'm like, wasn't there like that otter show and, I mean, otters and beavers are similar. They both live in the water. They both have dams,
1: I think? The only thing I know about angry beavers is that the darker beaver is voiced by the guy that voices Zim from Invader Zim.
0: That's right! Oh, God. Uh, hey, another 90s Please reference. Please tell me <laughs> that you know more about angry beavers than that. Uh... I don't remember anything else outside the name because I, anytime it would you come You really on... just did
1: this one for Angry Beavers, huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: You did this one just to say Angry Beavers. <laughs> just to spite you. Just to spite the no 90s references in this one. <laughs> I got a video game submission yeah. here. <laughs> We're not even going to touch base on it. We're not going to talk <laughs> about it. Like, I, I think, I okay. I, I just because I want to, I just want to honor the submission because I, I I am not a fan of like oh we just read it and then we laugh at it and then we move on. I want to interact with it. So then why'd you do this? Because okay, because I don't know because we get to have a fucking a couple jokes about it and then we can talk about a video game. We got ten minutes. I could slam something. So here's it. All here right, it is. hit me. So here it is. This is a crafting game, but also a tower defense game, but not a tower defense game in the way you would think. So one of the primary things that be uh, that. Uh, I don't think otters build dams, but for this story and game they do. So you are blacksmithing all of your um, all of your material and stuff uh, to build a better and better dam. But, there is also a war going on that is causing various things to drift down into your dam that can destroy it. So as the game begins, it's very soft and cute. Like the submission said, oh, it's just like there's some logs flowing downstream. Oh, oh no, there's a really big bush that's going to get caught in our dam. But then you know what starts happening? Guns start washing down the dam. The fucking dead bodies, old cannons, old pieces of ships and tanks. And you basically, as you get, the, as you stop things from destroying your dam, you get more material to work with to blacksmith a better dam.
1: So, okay, this is very fun. Now what you've set up is the gameplay loop that is you constantly deciding whether or not something is good damn material or not good damn material.
0: Yes. Yes, but it's also the material that you're working with is really stark and like it just imagine like you have a fucking dead body flowing down and it gets caught in your dam or whatever. Now you have cloth That's to work with. That's bad damn material. I'm oh, it <laughs> yeah, is cloth. Yeah, you have cloth hmm. so you can tear it up and tie, and then just send the body the body in the bin. (laughs) put it in the bin (laughs) hey see hey alley cat i got you that was a good submission thank you (laughs) aj you got it you got a quick lightning round for me this comes from turtle
1: lover at turtle 21467462 phasmophobia but the house isn't haunted Game still implies that it is haunted. However,
0: (laughs) you know what's so funny? I've played this game before. It's just the school level of phasmophobia. You just (laughs) are. Yeah, no. Okay, I see what you mean. Because you go into the school level of phasmophobia,
1: and you can search every single room in that place, and you will not find that goddamn ghost. That place is not haunted.
0: That's that shit sucks. For those that don't know, I, I mean, if you missed the phasmophobia train, it's like a, you are ghost hunters and you go to ver- and you are assigned to various locations. You have your budget at the beginning of the game of that you can spend on what tooling you want to bring with you. If you die on the hunt, you lose all the things that you brought with you and you don't make any money. Um, the school level is one of my favorite, the, one sorry, of the coolest really like design
1: the, the Actual level. gameplay loop is that you bring tools in. Different kinds of ghosts have different signifiers. And if you bring in a thermometer, for example, and it starts showing that it's freezing cold, then you know that the ghost can make the room freezing cold. And you can mark Mm. that down in a journal and it will help you identify what kind of ghost you're dealing with. Yes. The goal of the game is to use those tools to identify three key factors of the ghost so you can properly identify
0: what kind of ghost it is and then leave before the ghost kills you. So is this a game then that's something that just stuck out to me? Is this all about a game of red herrings, where it is like you have this booklet of things that helps you identify ghosts, but it's constantly contradicting itself. So it's just a game. But like, what is this just a it's a one game that has one level, because obviously once a person's trolled, they're going to stop playing the game. So is this just like, is this is this our version of uh, PT? (laughs) It's just PT that doesn't (laughs) have any actual payoff whatsoever. And yeah, it's, it's just, just spooky <laughs> as all hell and really uncomfortable, and nothing happens. But see, you know what I love about this is, you're gonna have these weird fucking internet myths of being like, "Yeah, you gotta, you just gotta play it for 41 minutes and 42 seconds, and then something's gonna happen." You know, <laughs> I mean, this <laughs> is like, just PT just without the baby in the t- in the sink, right? Without the baby, I guess like, or without you could the get the old or... lady to grab you, but that's e- it. <laughs> There's, you do hear, like, creaking and all the sound effects and, like, your thing. It's like actual ghost hunting. You just go somewhere. You, like, remember when we get went ghost hunting in a cemetery and we went there? And then we thought we heard something. You you just hear a crinkling in the woods, and you're like, that had to have been a ghost. And then you leave. And then everybody's like, wow, we went ghost hunting. That's the experience of this game. It's real-life ghost <laughs> hunting. It's anticlimactic. It's boring. And you sit there, and you're only there because you want to be around your friends, And but nobody's having a good time. Anybody who goes real ghost hunting is having a bad time. Sorry, that got really personal for a second. Yeah, no, you just didn't like the ghost hunting experience. That's
1: fine. I'll remember that. I'll remember that that good time I had hunting with ghosts was not a good time actually. Actually, Bad you know memory.
0: what? I, I, you know, I did have actually a good ghost hunting experience once, and I am going to derail to talk about it because ghost hunting is actually pretty fun. I'm just being dramatic. Is
1: anything? Are you going to make a '90s reference in here?
0: No, there is no '90s references in this reference. This is a you promise me. I I promise you. Until a '90s reference appears in my brain, I will not make it. <laughs> All right. So I, I, um, I, I'm a few years back. I went on a cross country road trip where I drove from like the west coast to the east coast of the United States. Amazing experience. When we were on, kind of going through the Mojave Desert, which is one of the biggest, which is the biggest desert in the United States, there was this little town. I forget the name of it, but it's like something where only like 200 people live, and we were staying there for the night. And we were like, hey, you know what? We hear, there's like a there's like a child graveyard around here. Why don't we go to that tonight? So we drove like 30 minutes outside of this, you know, of this city, and it's pitch black. There's no lights around. And we get to the graveyard and it's one of those experiences where I can only ever see what is in the pool of my flashlight. So, like, there was no, like, I can't see the dirt. I can't see dirt. I can't see mountains. I can't see nothing. It's pitch black around me. So, like, I'm pooling. I'm swinging my flashlight around, and I'm just seeing, like, these just really, like, old, rusted, like, child graveyard, uh, child gravestones and fences. And then I come across what I can what is so bizarre to me. I found a Christmas tree that was just filled with, like, old child's trinkets that have just been, like, you know, eroded by time in the desert. And at this moment, it suddenly gets really red around us, like really red and orange around the entire graveyard site. And it starts off very, like, dim, and it starts off, like, really unnoticeable. And, but then, like, you see, your eyes kind of adjust and it's like, wait, wow, it's way brighter than what it was, like, an, like, half an hour ago when we arrived. Why is that? And then we look up, and the moon is fucking blood red. It is like it's a blood orange. It's like a blood orange moon. And we were like, "Hey, this is a sign to get the fuck out of this place." (laughs) So we we it it was it was. I have a picture of it. It's so fucking cool, though. But like, it, it was like one of the most like real. I I feel like I don't know if I have there was any real ghost story in it, and you know. But I definitely feel like that is, like, my closest experiments to experience to, like, weird paranormal things happening in, like, it, it, that didn't feel coincidental. Like, what were the chances? Like, I didn't know a blood moon was going to be happening that night, but one did. And I was at the, probably the scariest place for one to be happening.
1: <laughs> Ghost brought you there. Ghost had was, to be the
0: only thing to get you there. It's so fucking cool. So maybe, maybe just to kind of cir- circle it back, what if that's our level? So you actually go to a desert – like, the the game opens on you driving through the desert with your friends, and there's, like, this conversation that's all about the buildup and the hype. It's like, hey, oh, man, there's a child graveyard outside of this little desert town. It's been abandoned since – it's been abandoned since the 90s. Um- <laughs> uh-huh, yeah.
1: Good job. I'm proud of you. You just said 90s there. That's really not so much a reference so much as you just kind of waggling it in front of my face. No, okay, yeah, but you go to the haunted <laughs> gravesite, you show up, you run yeah. through the graveyard. There's mm-hmm. nothing there. It's super spooky. It says a bunch of stuff like John mm-hmm. George John Johnson dead t- t- in 3 years. And you're like, "Damn, dead kid. <laughs> spooky tree." <laughs> spooky and then tree everything and bl- gets red. Uh-huh. The hum continues and then credits roll. And everyone mm-hmm. goes on the internet forums for 5 years afterwards being like, "Whoa." So did you get this to trigger? And everyone's like, "No, we did not actually." And, and then ha- we remove and- it from the PlayStation Marketplace, and everyone's talks <laughs> about our game, PT and Who? Then,
0: and then and then PS4s sell on eBay for hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars because they still have a copy of our of our weird ghost game. But exactly. like, here's the, here's the cool thing: you can leave at any time. So like if you like walk over to the car, it can you can press like A to leave or whatever. So it's like it implies that. It is about waiting. It's like you can leave at any time, but if you wait there, something might happen. So it's like, oh, yeah, I love that. And if you you know what you could you could do just to fuck with people, um, you arrive at like, let's say it's it's at midnight. And some people are like, I'm going to wait as long as it takes. And if they wait six hours, sunrise happens. And then like one of your friends says, hey, let's go get breakfast. I'm bored. And then that's that's the actual like canon end of the game. <laughs> yeah. So, so you just fucking steal six hours of people's time.
1: But <laughs> well, we'll do a bunch of RNG. And so, like, sometimes the sun will rise, but your friend isn't there. And, it'll just, uh, like, you'll get a text prompt that says, I'm kind of hungry. We should, I'm going to leave. Uh, and then, like, the forums will be like, Did you know that sometimes you just leave your friend there? I don't know what triggered it. And then you have everybody talking about how to get those things to trigger. It's all RNG. There's no
0: triggers. (laughs) Okay, so we need to decide on a game. I think our most realized game is the fucking Assassination Classroom. Uh, Try not to die while doing arithmetic. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So let's come up with a name for this game. And Assassination
1: I, classroom.
0: Assa- no, let's not take the IP because we didn't really do anything with the IP. I'm not. I'm, I'm not taking buzzwords just to take buzzwords. I know we've done All that right. a plenty of other Hit times. with the but name I, then. Uh, math terms. Let me look. Math terms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> might I suggest just the name final grade. Final grade. I was. Um, that's that's good one. Um, I don't know why this name came to me, but Subtraction Attraction is, that sounds like a good porn name, but maybe not applicable to this game, um, <laughs> right now. That is the least <laughs> sexy porn <laughs> name I've ever heard. What, Subtraction Attraction? Like, yeah, that's like, you have, there's like some, te- it's like two teachers fratner, frater, fraternizing, fraternizing? I don't know what it is. Um. <laughs> no, it's really not, it's really not that hot, bud. <laughs> Sorry to right. throw
1: a wrench in your like stees, but like yeah. subtraction attraction is nothing.
0: Well, it's very subjective. Uh, no, nope. uh... actually, this one's <laughs> objective. This one, this one, I'm right. Is fraction something? I feel like fraction's a good action word. Um, fraction. Is fi- fatal. F- final fraction. Fatal fraction. Oh, fatal, fatal fraction f- sounds fatal like a fraction. thing that exists already. No, fatal fraction's good. I think you're thinking of fatal frame. Oh, okay. Yeah, fatal fraction then. Fatal fraction. Fatal, fatal fraction. Uh
1: <laughs> It's a thing, isn't it, but
0: um Uh <laughs> You're were, we're one word away from something very different of, of of something very, very Yeah, I'm not gonna Oh, did you mean? <laughs> I didn't mean that
1: actually.
0: <laughs> well no, it's nothing bad. It's just it's it's a it's a percentage thing for something about uh, I, for I, I about about birth I think um it's I'm not gonna just dis- give you the definition but it's called fetal fraction so I'm fine going with fatal fraction I just wanted you to know that we're one we're one letter away from something very different. Um, I'm sure that fraction. won't
1: change the tone that people have going into this episode at all.
0: Yeah, fatal <laughs> fraction it is, babe. <laughs> All right. Are we, are we ready for patch? Wow. I, I have to say, uh, wild episode. If you're still listening, thank you so much for sticking with us as we just kind of like went down memory lane and, and just hung out. Like, really? I think this is like a, a hangout episode. We, we talked about games. We got, you know what's So actually, you know what? I think about it. We talked about more games than we do normally do on the podcast. We just talked about those games for a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. Other yeah we really didn't
1: talk about the games much this
0: week <laughs> <laughs> anyway
1: i'm so, um, yeah. really proud of us for not mentioning danny phantom during our ghost bits that's
0: um, 2000s that's not 90s Tough.
1: that was not a 90s kid thing huh yeah,
0: yeah. no no <laughs> all
1: right well then i guess that's that let's <laughs> go to patch notes <laughs> okay
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. We just want to let you know that we're going to be doing our next game night, Patreon game night, on the 21st. If you feel like hanging out with us and playing some games and getting to know some of our community on our Discord, please join us. We have no idea what game we're going to be playing, but we would be super happy to see you there. And we'll make sure that it's a free-to-play game, too,
1: so that anybody can kind of hop in and play that. Yes, yes, yes those again that'll be on the 21st of this month we hope to see people there
0: yeah other than that we hope you stay safe out there drink plenty of water it is a hot summer and we hope you are enjoying it enjoying pools or summer or something i don't know
1: it do it is still summer it it is still i'm realizing that yeah, I thought it, do- it wasn't summer this morning, and then it turned out to still be summer, <laughs> and I needed to change into shorts again.
0: Do oh, uh, do uh, is it like uh, is it above the knee short season for you, or are you like a below the knee short dude,
1: Blake? I recently discovered that it should always be above the knee short summer, and yeah. here's the reason why. I was scrolling through the internet as I normally do, and you see a lot more people talking about how above-the-knee shorts are hot and a lot less people talking about how below-the-knee shorts are hot. And so you think to yourself, well, I want to look hot. I'm done with below-the-knee shorts. (laughs) Everybody check out these gams right here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I don't make the rules. (laughs) I just play by them. You know what I mean?
1: All right. With that being said, our intro and outro is Cheap Shop by Anna Gucci, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I have been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rhea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be
0: made.